to the OK But Why podcast with Nathan Larmy. And that's me, Nathan Larmy, and this is the podcast, OK But Why. And that's basically the correct response for when I tell you that I have a podcast. Because why not also? But we are here, episode five, and I am upset. I'm up. Okay, now I'm upset for two reasons. First, that reminded me of Drake. Drake just came out. It seems like he's untouchable. I have not heard anybody give him shit, and I think it is well-deserved. Because he came out with that song, Tootsie Slide, and there's one line. First of all, the song is not good. Second of all, there's a line in there. He says, I can dance like Michael Jackson. Really? Aubrey? You're going to bring that? No. If you, and this is, this goes for anybody. If you release a song that is a step-by-step, one of those dance songs, you're a jerk. Teach me how to Dougie. You cannot dance like Michael Jackson. If I can do the dance to your song, it is not nearly hard enough. It is a two-step dance that will be predominantly done at every white wedding from here until 2022. I guarantee it. That song will play and there will be a gaggle, a gaggle of white women flooding the dance floor kicking their little heels up a little bit, a foot off the ground, going to the side, thinking that, no, actually, they're not going to be wearing their heels. They'll go barefoot. Because these shoes are not for function. They're for fashion. You need to know the difference. So that's ridiculous. Nobody get You have an illegitimate... That's a whole other thing. But I'm also upset because this is take three of this recording. I had... And I know it doesn't mean shit now that it's out and I don't have a guest. I had a guest. I had a dear friend of mine. I don't know. Dear might be pushing it. I had a friend of mine. Um, Miss Katie Whitlow came over to the kick-ass home studio. Old Studio Larmy over here. She came over and we had a great time. I think we did very well for the first time having anybody on the podcast, her first experience with a podcast that's usually super awkward, super nerve-wracking. Even though it's just two people in a room having a conversation, I think we did okay. And I'm disappointed that that will never um, see the light of day. I don't know what was happening. I don't know if I had the mic up too far or what, probably. Um, But I'm still trying to figure out how to do all this stuff. And YouTube is the only thing that is teaching me. So if anybody knows and knows how to do this well and can explain it to, I don't know, let's say someone with a second grade capacity, feel free to hit me up because I'm not going to turn away free help. But other than that, we'll get them next time. I think I need a whole second mic because this mic says that you can do multiple voices and omnidirectional and all this stuff. I think I just need to do a second mic. But then at that point, this mic is turned so far down and it is still so far away and it just picks up the littlest noises. So I feel like there's going to be an echo. There's got to be a way to do it. But I don't know yet. We'll get there, though. But so instead, you are stuck with me. And I tried to re-record it, but it just ended up being a... I tried to, like, overproduce it, if that's possible, with not knowing how to produce. Um, So, yeah. 
Take three. We're going to get it this time. We'll do it live. But we are recording on Monday, June 22nd, the day after his birthday, my son's, and the day before my birthday. And that little tidbit of information is why my calves feel like there are rocks in them right now. And I will explain that. I don't know why I did it because I can't stand it when people do it. It's just share useless information that has nothing to do with it. It's like oversharing with strangers, weird small talk. Basically, someone's birthday came up and their birthday was on the 21st. And I was like, oh my goodness. I did not know them. Oh my goodness. That is the same day as my sons. And it's just <laughs> nice. Cool. Yeah, birthdays happen like that sometimes. And then I hit him with the gross overshare. And mine's two days later. Like, that matters at all. Why? To, my birthday is close to yours. How crazy is that? Well, there's 8 billion people on the planet, idiot. I can't do the math. I'm sure someone can. It's probably not that crazy. Oh, my God. I was so mad at myself. It's so, it's so crazy. June birthday, too? Me and my son are both... Blech. So, to punish myself, <laughs> because I'm that kind of sadistic weirdo, um, I feel felt like I needed to learn a lesson. I decided to make myself go on a run. A, I do not like running. I don't do it for fun. Some of these people, I'll wait till you get a runner's high, and you mean where I can't breathe? It's, yeah, super dope. I love it. When it feels like I'm about to fall down on a bike path in front of this mom and her dog. But it's not for me. So I already made myself run and I get it. I'm not trying to flex because other people post pictures and I've been guilty of it too. But I did uh, three miles. So that's already super long for me. And then on top of that, I made myself use just the balls of my feet. So I was... Almost just springing along, tippy-toe, on the spectrum running <laughs> down this bike path. And it honestly felt good. It felt efficient. It felt like, yes, this is how I could go for three and a half miles. I am a machine. So, felt fine that whole time. The next day, I could not bend my foot out straight at all. I had to walk. And this is day two. So, Doms, delayed onset muscle soreness. What a douche. Um, usually is worse the second day for whatever reason in legs for me. So it's pretty bad. I've had to walk straight on my heels. I look like Frankenstein's monster. The cat, that dumb, smelly indoor cat, indoor-outdoor cat, he was inside overnight. And so we don't have a litter box for him because he's outside most of the time. And he will wake us up when he needs to go out to use the restroom. The restroom. I don't think you call it the restroom with a cat. So he wakes us up. I'm the one that does it. I get up and I grab this stupid smelly cat. I'm already upset. I swing my legs over the edge of the bed and try to plant my feet normally. They do not work at all. They're the, My calves are solid with punishment. And I'm like, oh, this is the lesson that I'm trying to learn. So I have to do this almost like first time on stilts walk out to the front door with this dumb cat, just breathing in my mouth. He already has a terrible mouth. 
and he's got all of his claws and all of his claws are extremely sharp. And this is not fun for him either. Imagine being carried by an idiot, just learning how to use their feet. It's like a baby horse. So he is digging these claws into me. And when you try to wake up and not lose any of your sleep, keep your eyes shut. That did not work at all. I was wide awake. So ended up getting back to sleep and it is still just as bad as it was. I don't know if I need to, I'm not going to, but I don't know how well those compression socks work and everything. I tried to put the craft gun on it. I've got that massage gun and that thing is amazing. It is great. If it's awesome. I love it. If it's a gift. So the novelty of it kind of wears off pretty quickly. It's a like a therapy massage gun for your muscles, but everywhere you want to use it, where you actually need it, you can do your legs, but your back and your glutes and everything, someone else has to do it for you. You're basically buying a chore for whoever you live with, which is unfortunate. And it is such a pinpoint intense quote unquote massage. And that is excruciating. I had it on there for probably a half an hour and it is still just devastating. Also compounded that with playing soccer on Sunday. So we were walking the dog last Sunday and we had this group. We saw a group of guys and I recognized a few of them and I knew them. They were all playing soccer. And I was like, you guys do this. What league is this? Or is this just pick up? And they're like, yeah, it's pick up. Just come through. Uh, we're here every Sunday. So played soccer with people. Most of them do not speak English. So I got my shit pushed in. They are so good, but I love playing with people that are better than me. So compounded it with that. And I'm, I'm walking like a Forrest Gump with the braces. It feels great. It looks great. Nobody's said anything about it in public yet. I have had that before, but speaking of soccer, the Premier League is back. How excited are you guys? I know you guys love it as much as me. So let's talk about it, even though you don't care about it. There is um, a couple real drastic changes because of this. I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, what is it? What are they calling it? COVID. They shut down everything and they're just letting these guys play in empty stadiums. They call it behind closed doors. So there is no crowd. It is a fake uh, Madden 99 looking crowd because they printed off pictures of people to lay over the stands. And then they coupled that with pumping in, not actually in the stadium, but fake crowd noise. So they put it in post. So you hear it on your TV. These guys don't hear it. We watched a few games without it, and I prefer it without just because you can hear the dialect between the players on each other's teams or players against players on the other team or coaches and the refs and everything. It's a lot more interesting um, without fake crowd noise, but the fake crowd noise is hilarious because there is a delay. Some intern in there, like I'm assuming there's just two big buttons and one says boo and the other one says cheer. So there will be a goal. One, two, and then the quote unquote crowd erupts. It is kind of unnerving, though, because they do all these fake songs and they've got them booing for the opposite team, whoever the home team is. It's ridiculous. But they changed that up. They changed up. There's now a water break. 
one minute per half, which at first you're like, oh, you sissies, you've been doing it this long for how you've been going no water breaks for how many years. But then you think about it is all these other major sports, NBA, NFL, MLB, that's not a sport, um, NHL, all these guys get a gratuitous, they get water almost whenever they want. I mean, besides NFL, but throughout the 75 commercials, they can sneak it in when they're on the field. But then these guys are running miles and miles and miles and they finally get a water break. So that's nice for them, I guess. But like I said, nobody cares. So moving on, we did let, I don't know if it's too early or not, but it happened and we're all still alive. We let a few of his friends come over, my sons. And I forgot what it was like having a house full of eight, nine, ten-year-old boys. It is chaos. And all these boys are brothers, too. There's three of them. Um, so four second and third graders in the house is unreal. I forgot how loud it was. I forgot how hectic it was. But I also forgot how funny it was. Because all these boys do. And I don't know if I, I had to have been like this in second grade and third grade just blatantly lie to each other and make fun of each other. And it is stuff that you never hear as an adult. One of them told the other one that your hairline looks like a computer crashing. <laughs> I don't know. There's no way that I was at that level already in second grade, but I've never heard so many, uh, boys and my guys from the other room as I did this past week. They also just blatantly lie. So, my son went to the dentist and like, yeah, I just got back from the dentist. Um, he pumped a bunch of radiation into my mouth. So now my teeth can, you might want to stay back there. Um, cause my teeth could make your hand fall off if you get close enough. If I were to bite it, your hand would rot. So it is fun seeing these kids interact with each other. You gotta love it. You gotta let them get back to it. One of them did have, I don't know if he did, but he he had to have nearly had a panic attack because he went to the restroom and it was minutes and minutes have gone by and we had not seen him. Um, and of course, they all went outside by this point. So it was just me in the house and a missing kit. So go, the restroom's locked. I knock on the door like, you doing okay in there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. So I walk away and it's probably another three, four, five minutes. And I remember that there is no toilet paper. He's in a stranger's restroom panicking about what he's going to do because there is none in there. There is some though. He just doesn't know where it is. We got a closet in there, but there's none on the roller. So this poor kid is looking around for things. I'm guessing, like, what can I get away with? Do you think they'll notice if this floor mat is gone? Do you think they'll notice if I just put the window up and run home? Like, I don't come back out of the restroom. So, knock on the door. Okay, bud. Um, if you just look in that, and he is probably way too short to get it, but he somehow got it. If you just look in that closet, top shelf in the back, is a whole pack of toilet paper. I don't know if that's what you were looking for or not, but it's there. He's like, yeah, I wasn't really, uh, didn't really need it, but thank you. 
again, with the blatant lies from children. You've been in there for 10 minutes doing what? And I know what you're thinking. He's in second grade. Stop it. He wasn't in there doing it. But so he gets the toilet paper out, comes out, and his eye, he was sweating. And for a child, <laughs> a child to sweat, they have to actually be panicking. So that poor kid finally, finally dusted himself off, made it out fine. But I have had a couple of those as well in friends' houses that did not go as well. Nobody was there to throw me a rope and save me. But we make it through. It makes you a tougher person, I think, to go through hardships. That's the level of hardship of my life. I was running out of toilet paper at friends' houses when I was a kid. <laughs> but other than that, I did start, again, I don't want this to be a whole podcast about just me subtly flexing. I did start reading again. Now, I only, I do not read for knowledge. I do not read to educate myself, which is the same as knowledge. I read to go to sleep because that is the effect, the almost immediate medicinal effect that books have on me. I can be wide awake. I start reading any book, even if it's a book that I like, which is what I'm currently doing. Four pages in, it is a fight to hold up my eyelids. So I flew through Fahrenheit. I thought I would start with the classics. So I Flew through Fahrenheit 451 um, in 1984, and then I started Catch-22, and that was just too much too quickly. I ramped it up too quick, and now I'm out of the game. Fast forward, I don't know, a year, I started reading again. So I picked up the borrowed from my brother, the Mothman Chronicles. And boy, let me tell you, it makes me miss my grandparents' house in West Virginia, if I'm honest. They're good people. They saw something. They can't explain it. A bridge fell down. They can't explain that. So it must be a giant man with wings and red eyes. And sometimes he has a head, sometimes he doesn't. But it is an interesting read. But it's weird that there are books about these monsters, and they're probably fake, fake monsters, when there's real monsters all over. So when that silver bridge collapsed down there in Point Pleasant, they obviously had to send out divers to recover the cars and the bodies and the pieces of the bridge and everything. And the divers were running into catfish that were bigger than them. Can you... Giant fish should only be sharks. There should not be a fish that only swallows in giant gulps in the Ohio River. But they said they're running into catfish that are 500 pounds plus, over six feet long. There are real monsters out there, people. Bears are actual monsters. Tigers are a real monster. Someone had a bit on that. Like, if you had never seen a bear or a tiger before, and then a spaceship came down and they came off of it, you'd blow your brains out. I have seen, actually, oh, this was one of the stories that me and Katie talked about. 
I have seen bears in real life. One time. I was a young fat boy, and I don't know how I got into this program, but there was, I don't know if it's called a program, I don't think that's an appropriate word, but nine years old, got into this thing where they send, they'll just send you across the country. Luckily, I had a friend to go with, otherwise it would have been me and 50 kids my age that I had no idea who they were, but we ended up going out to California. And a lot of it was unsupervised, which is odd. Like, I was in Chinatown by myself. We bought, me and my friend bought a trash bag full of fortune cookies just because we could. It cost $5. I remember that. But we also did, we also went camping. And to keep with the theme of putting kids in danger, we camped, oh, I don't know, a hundred feet away from a dumpster. And it was in this national park in California. So, as you know, there are bears there. So, it had to have been the middle of the night. And I just hear this. It sounds like metal on metal screeching. And just sounds big. Like, you know when you hear a sound and you're like, whatever's making that is huge. So, I hear that. And I slowly saunder my fat way over to the tent and unzip this little tent door. And I look and in the dumpster, messing around around the dumpster, climbing in and out are these three giant black bears. And they probably, it probably is half of my third grade mind remembering them as being giant, but they were also pretty big for a ninth, a nine year old. So I'm looking at these bears and I swear to God, one again, my third grade mind tricking me into thinking this story is so much cooler than it is. One looks back at me and I have felt fear before, but there's a difference between fear and pure terror. I thought that the bear looked at me and it was enough to lock me up. I could not move. I couldn't breathe until finally my hands started working again and I just rezipped this tent I have no idea what the bears did for the rest of the night. Rezipped the tent, laid down, looked up at the top of the tent until it was light outside. I couldn't sleep and nobody else saw them. Nobody else heard them. Nobody else woke up. I asked everybody. So I know what it's like to see the Mothman, basically. You see a monster, you try to tell people about it, and no one believes you. And then your life is no better Honestly, it can only be worse. If you see a monster and nobody else sees it, just be like, oh, must have been, and then let it go. I think that's all the whole thing about, that's such a negative thing about being abducted by aliens. If you actually did get abducted, if the abduction itself does not make you go crazy, nobody believing you for the rest of your life will make you go crazy. It's a terrible feeling. So part of me wants to believe and the other part is like, come on, because why would you make it up? Nobody's getting rich off seeing the Mothman. No one's getting famous off of it, except for this author. I guess this author, I don't know. They made a movie about it. What's his name? Keel, I think. Um, but yeah, so started reading again. If you guys have any book recommendations, 
I like the spooky books. I don't like, I like fiction books. I do like nonfiction as well, but I'm not over here trying to learn. So if you're sending me Encyclopedia Britannica, if you're sending me anything from McGraw-Hill, save it. Save your breath. I'm not listening. I'm not reading none of that. I think I've, I think that's a pretty <laughs> healthy mindset. I've learned all I've learned by 27, and that's about it. Oh, going to be 28 tomorrow. Big birthday boy. Not pro- Probably not going to do anything. I don't even know what I want. And I try not to be difficult, but when people, wife, mom, family members are asking, what do you want for your birthday? I honestly do not have answers. I apologize. Because if I want something obtainable, I just go out and get it. If you want a real answer of just things that I want that I don't need, all of those prices are outrageous. Just be like, yeah, I want to hold, um, just give me uh, a Supreme outfit, head to toe, just because. Why not? Yeah, give me 14 ARs. Why not? But no, don't give me all those guns. Don't give me a Supreme outfit. None of that. I'm good with where I'm at. So bumping up against time, there is a few more, but I feel like, no, I feel like it's arrogant to go over half an hour at this point. But maybe once I get better at this, once I get more guests, we'll keep it going. Like I said, feel free to, actually, let me check that while we're here. Feel free to email me. Okay, but why podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send a video, that'd be cool. If you want to send a would you rather or something, that'd be cool. You can also do this on Instagram over the DMs, Nathan.ornate. I think that's how period, point, dot, whatever you want to call it. That's where you can find me. Um, so, yes, more guests. I've got a second mic coming in. I'm going to learn how to do this, I think, via YouTube if I don't give up on learning. Because I'm 27. I've learned everything I need to know. And we're good from here on out. But thank you guys for listening. Sorry to Katie for making you drive all the way out here. I know you don't follow the 10-10 rule, but... Maybe you should have. It would have saved you that trip. It would have saved you that gas. All right. Don't take any shit. Love you guys. I will talk to you next Monday. Bye-bye.